Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm Nicholas. As always, I'm joined by Happier National Nightmares back on Jeremy Jordan. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady has announced his unretirement. Oh, yeah. Saw that. Um, yeah. And ridiculously excited about the Aaron Rodgers news because he is so excited that, uh, well, Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley are back together. Okay. <laughs> Justin. Woo. <laughs> Um, all right. I mean, because that's the Aaron Rodgers news that's important. We don't need to talk about any of the rest of it, right? We'll just move on. No. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> all right. No, I'm sure we'll get to that. Anyway, um, so this week we're going to be, well, I mean, it's not terribly different from what we normally do, but we're going to cross over and uh, we're going to let Justin kind of run the reins a little bit. I mean, I have some stories to to fill in the, the blanks, but uh, we're going to do a OT with JD crossover, uh, give him more platform to kind of get his show started. But uh, there's been a lot of sports news this week. Um, and there's really yeah. nothing, nothing really like overwhelmingly entertainment news worth talking about. There is, no. however, a lot of sports news worth talking about. I said, we recently had a celebrity death. I don't remember which one it was. Do you guys remember? Uh, well, William Hurt died today. That could be the one I was thinking of. Um, you, you, you know, we haven't had our uh, our celebrity death watch in a couple of weeks. so That is true. Yeah, William Hurt died today, otherwise known as uh, Thunderbolt Ross from the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, with a bunch of Oscar nominations for other stuff, he's known for other things. But in our world, that's all that matters, whether you were in a Marvel or a DC movie. And so... <laughs> True. So uh, there's that one. Is that the, or is there another I, one you were thinking of? Uh, I think that was the only one I was thinking of. I thought there was like another one earlier in the week, but I can't remember. I should have wrote it down. I have this problem with thinking of things and then not writing them down. And then when the show starts, I just sit staring blankly. That's why I started writing everything down in my, on a notepad in my phone, because otherwise I forget. Oh, yeah. I forgot everything I was going to talk about today. Um, okay. It's been a long week. Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll, we'll, we'll see where this will close it in. Let's talk about the Aaron Rodgers thing. I mean, obviously, him getting back to Shailene Woodley is, matters the least amount of, of the Aaron Rodgers news. I mean, who right. cares? Who cares what, who he's dating or not dating? Um, he's back well, as a he, he never said that they were broken up. All he said was that they called off their engagement. Okay. And with Aaron, I mean, Rod- he also, you know, immunized. Right. I will hold that everybody says that Aaron Rodgers lied. And I will say that, no, you just weren't paying attention to what he was saying. 
He is, he is unlike any other athlete out there, way more deliberate in the words that he chooses and, and how he chooses to say them. He's so, so smart. Yeah, he's a complicated fella. He is. Uh, he's too smart for his own good, really. <laughs> I mean, because when he said he was immunized, we should have realized that he didn't say vaccinated for a reason. But, you know, yeah. that gets us into a political discussion that I don't want to have. I valid, in, valid. until they get until they actually release the details of the contract, I'm not willing to say the Packers got hosed. Um, I just I think it's the best option for the Packers for the next couple of years. Anyway, uh, Jordan Love is just not the answer. I don't know what the answer is. Um, but there's no quarterback. There's not really a franchise quarterback, or at least what looks to be like a franchise quarterback in the draft this year. So, no, definitely, need, definitely not. I mean, we need at least one more, one more year before you can start looking in a drafting Rogers replacement. Next time they draft it, good lord, please tell him you're going to do it. <laughs> I mean, do they really need to? Well. They, uh, they, dra- I, they drafted Love and didn't tell him, and what happened out of it? Rodgers has back-to-back MVP seasons. That is true. Got his head out of his ass, and he's like, "Oh, maybe I'll actually start playing again." Uh, yeah, I you know I don't I mean I don't know. He was missing guys open in the last couple of years up until they drafted Love. All of a sudden, he can hit his receivers in the hands again. Or if you're named Adams, if you're not, he's just not going to throw you the ball. <laughs> well, that is true. I mean, you, you've been, you and I have been talking all week. I don't know how real it is, but I would love to see the DK Metcalf trade. Given how little it took to get Amari Cooper out of Dallas. Amari Cooper also has a really big contract. If they did do anything to move on for Metcalf, it'd only be a rental. He's got like one year left on his contract, and it's like two or three million. Yeah, and, then he, and then he's going to be a free agent, and he's going to get paid. Yeah, but I mean, imagine having that target on the other side of Adams. Yeah, it would be an all-in move. That's what their plan is, to go all-in. I mean, but Cleveland got Amari Cooper for a five and a six. Yeah. I mean, to me, even if it's a rental, that's that's worth it to get a receiver like him for a year. I mean. Yeah, especially like we uh, said, if they're going all-in and they actually mean to go all-in, that's an all-in move. Yeah. Um, I wrote it down and then I didn't write any particulars down. What was the Calvin Ridley deal? Cause that's another receiver that, uh, Oh, the whole story with Calvin Ridley. Oh, wait. Okay. No, no, that's now I remember. Okay. Yeah, that, got... that wasn't a real, that wasn't a guy who got traded. That was a whole other issue altogether. Yes. I don't know if we want to jump to that or we still want to talk some more with the Packers stuff. Well, uh, well, this is kind of your show, so let's well, let's. What do you like? Like I talked with Jeremy about in the media pot smash crossover. You know, I'm okay with Rogers being back. If I don't like the idea of it being four year, two hundred million. That's just way too much money. And yeah. if that if that is the contract, and they don't win a Super Bowl in the next two, maybe two, if they win one or two in the next four years with that kind of contract. That's a waste of two hundred million. No, you're a hundred percent right, and and I the only reason I think he's even coming back because 
I think he so desperately wants that second Super Bowl to have as a Packer, not just as a just as a player. He wants that second Super Bowl so he can have one more than Favre. I think that's all he cares about. I don't think he actually yeah. cares about winning the Super Bowl as much as he just wants to have one more than what Favre had. I agree. But I also would have been okay. Like, I'm kind of over the whole, you know, it's just like with Favre. Will he come back? What does he want to do? And if this, the Broncos gave up, what was it? Two firsts, second, three players, and a fifth? For Wilson, if you could have moved Rodgers and got that, or more, you got to think about the future of the franchise as well as the now. I don't think they get the same haul for uh, Rodgers. I think they, they get got more. For, they get more. I don't think so because uh, Rodgers is what, 38, 39? Yeah, 37, going to be 38. And Russ is 34. Yeah, he's, he's, quite a bit, he's quite a bit younger. And it, it's. I don't know. I, I He's just, definitely I mean, not as good as Rodgers, though. No, that, that is four, true. Four-time MVP, back-to-back MVP. I mean, 100% correct on, on both counts there. But, I mean, it is – I don't know. I mean, the Broncos way overpaid for Russell Wilson, and it is going to hurt them in the long run, just like the Khalil Mack trade hurt the Bears for the you know the however many years they had him until they just unloaded him to the Chargers. Uh, uh, the Chargers are. That's going to be a scary defense. Yeah, um, you, you I mean, get away. You get away from Mac, and you run into Bosa, or vice versa. Uh, yeah, uh, um, but I mean, you know that 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 trade for the Broncos is going to kind of hamstring them for a little bit. I mean, giving up on. I mean, Noah Fant isn't exactly like maybe top five tight end in the league, but he's definitely a, a good solid tight end he needs he needs a quarterback that's what Noah fan needs to be good and because he can't do it with drew lock so he gets traded with drew lock and that's going back to the dk Metcalf thing i think that would be a perfect opportunity to trade jordan love to seattle because i mean seattle can't be going well we got drew lock that's our quarterback of the future yeah i just don't see green bay moving jordan love i think we'll keep him at least this year I mean, if you're Jordan Love, you might be like, guys, come on, just move me. Like, let me go. Let me go or trade me. I got to, you know, I can't just keep sitting here forever. Yeah, I mean, he has every right to do that. And, I, you know, I wouldn't blame him if he did. But I, I just don't see the Packers doing that. Unless somebody blows him away with an offer, he'll be there next. He'll be there this season. I, I, you know, I don't know much about the particulars of the uh, Andrew Luck trade to the Commanders. Oh, uh, Wentz. Yeah, Wentz. Wentz, not Andrew Luck. Wow. See, this is why you're the sports guy, not me. Uh, Came out of retirement uh, to get traded to Washington. Um, but I mean, Wentz going to the Commanders um, feels like the Colts overpaid to get him in the first place. Yeah, they gave and, up a, a one, one and a three. They gave up a lot to get him. Something Had like one that. year, one year, where you can't really blame Wentz for a lot of them falling apart at the end of the season. Uh-huh. Um, and then they just got rid of him for kind of a song. 
I mean, they didn't have to give up that much. No, uh, the, that, uh, the, uh, a couple mid rounders. Yeah, couple, the, like two threes. I mean, is is Wentz an old world? Is Wentz a Hall of Famer? Probably not. That, uh, no, but there's, there's no probably not. <laughs> it's just not. But with with the team, with the team as dysfunctionally owned as the Commanders, they had a pretty decent team on the field last year. With a um, with a guy who who is a capable starting quarterback, maybe not. You know, clearly not in the same category as a as a Rodgers or a Manning or a Mahomes, but is in that next level of like he's not going to cost you the game. You you're going to have to have some other players around him to make it possible to win. But you know, he's he's maybe like a, a low rent Kirk Cousins. But yeah. I'd rather, but I'd rather have Kirk Cousins than Carson Wentz. Like, if you told me I could pick one or the other, I mean, I think I think I'd probably choose Wentz over Cousins. I don't know. I mean, Jeremy, you're awful mm-hmm. quiet. I'm Wentz, just listening to the OT with JD, my favorite Wentz, podcast. Uh, Wentz, Wentz or Cousins? <sighs> Cousins. I, I think I'd go with Wentz over the two of them. Uh, let's talk about that Calvin Ridley thing a little bit. Okay. Because I think there's going to be some some interesting interesting takes. Um, Okay. So Calvin Ridley was suspended for an entire year because while he was out on uh, the disabled list or the injured list, he was... Personally, if he took some time off to focus on his mental health... Apparently, he didn't take some time to uh, work on his intelligence uh, because he decided in his own name uh, to take a, open a, a sports betting app and put money on NFL games. Um, now, I, I think I don't know if they were on other teams or if it was just the Falcons to win. They have not really said that. Um all he said is that he doesn't have a gambling problem because, you know, it was only like 1500 or whatever it was and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nah. And it's like, okay, I get it. But you have to understand the slippery slope that gambling is when it comes to professional sports. Like you and I and, well, the three of us, we can gamble on professional sports all we want. No, we can't. We don't got money for that. Well, I mean, all right, let's say we had money, but we could. Uh, we can we cannot directly affect the outcome of the game. We don't necessarily have inside information um, that could have directly influenced the bet. The level that I go back to the Tim Donahue, the ref from and the NBA, who claims he wasn't fixing the games; he was just betting on the way David Stearns was telling him to to ref the games. Yeah. So good to see you could go longest without blowing a whistle. Right. You know, um, it's the level of the, it looks bad. The optics are there in a way that makes it look really bad because I mean, if, if Calvin Ridley had been playing in those games, the the people on ESPN or, or every you know barstool sports or whoever would be dissecting 
every play that that man was involved in to see if they could say, well, he was fixing it. Because right. every time every time he drops a ball, well, did he have a bet on, you know. Over, under catches, yards. Yeah. yeah. You know. It is it's the, the optics of, of, of uh, what it looks like. So I understand where people are, are mad because they're like, well, he only bet on his team and it was his money and blah, blah, blah. Well, first off, it's a slippery slope because look at what Tim Donahue was doing. I mean, Tim Donahue started with only betting on, you know, the games that he wasn't refing and he was just betting on, in, you know, inside information. But eventually started betting on on – the games that he was refing and he he says he wasn't fixing them, but clearly there has to be at some point, well, I'm, I'm on the hook for this game for 50 grand. Maybe I don't blow this whistle or maybe yeah. I blow this whistle. Um, it is a slippery slope. So if you have to bet, like if you have such a burning desire to bet, you know how many other sports there are? You don't have to bet on the NFL. Calvin Ridley literally could have bet if he wanted to stay in Atlanta on the Braves, on the Hawks, on UGA, on Georgia Tech. On yeah, one of the things I don't know how accurate it is, but I was hearing like it doesn't matter what you do in the NFL. Like if you're just someone who paints the field, but you're employed by the NFL, you are not allowed to bet on NFL games. It makes sense. Regardless of what your job is, even if you're just third string jock cleaner, can't, can't bet on the games. And my guess is that is the same for Major League Baseball, the NBA, and NHL. I mean, I'm guessing like if you're a ticket taker, it doesn't count. Like if you're just like an usher in the stadium. They yeah. probably they probably don't care, but if you're actually employed by the NFL, not like an NFL subsidiary, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's a line somewhere of like, you know, if you're a team employee and not like a stadium employee. I'm, I mean, I don't. <laughs> the, guy walk, the, the guy walking up and down selling Bud Lights is <laughs> making, making side bets as he's selling the beer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I got to assume that guy is probably allowed to gamble on the game. But, you know, if you're a, if you're a guy on the sideline, you're probably not allowed to bet on the game. No. But, but I, I know that a lot of the people were pretty angry because they were looking at, say, uh, Joe, is it Joe Hill? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. And seeing the suspension that Tyreek Hill got for kicking that lady in the face. And going, he only got what four games, four or five, four or and five. Joe Mixon got that small suspension for punching his girlfriend. Well, he that was during college. Well, so it's how you know, kicked a lady in the face. Oh, yeah, there's a video of that. It was in a hotel, they got it on camera. Um, but you know, they were looking at you're looking at the suspensions that some of these players have gotten for, you know, sexual abuse or, or just, you know, child, domestic, child, child abuse, child abuse, domestic abuse, killing a, guy, killing a guy while intoxicated, driving a vehicle. Yeah. And then going, this guy bet on a game and he got a year suspension. And it's like, well, I think Jeremy just found the video. 
No, 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 not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, I think there's a broader conversation to be had that, yes, you're right. Those things should be dealt with more harshly. But you need to understand that at the end of the day, like while this time what he was doing wasn't that bad, it's the optics of it. It is a matter of like, because it is not of, because that Tim Donahue thing could have destroyed the entire NBA. Did you end up reading that book? I did. That was a, because I think I, I think I lent it to you. Yeah, I read it. It was a very interesting book. See, look at that. I I read books. But the one book you've read in 20 years. (laughs) Maybe. Um, But I mean, you know, the the image of the fact that like, I mean, basically people like me who already were like, well, the NBA is rigged. When that came out, it was like, well, yep, there's my proof. There's everything I needed to say that this is rigged. so you start you start finding out that players are gambling on on sports, and it's just a you know a hop, skip, and a jump to be like, well, how legitimate is what's happening happening? You know, so I think that's where like the legitimate gambling sites, um, anything happening in Vegas, uh, almost anything happening in Vegas. I'm sure there are some off strip sites that are a little less than reputable, probably, but probably of course. But, black blackmarketgambling.com I was going to say .org cuz it's educational. Right. If that site's not already taken go, go we should grab that one. Um but if 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 you go back and look at point shaving scandals in college basketball history, uh, there was a big one in the 80s with Arizona or Arizona State, I don't remember. Uh, ESPN had a whole movie on it. It was fairly interesting. But the people who turned them in was the casinos. The casinos figured out the gambling or the point shaving was happening before anybody else did. Because they're like, something right here. This don't smell right. You guys need to look at this. We're losing money. Something's right. (laughs) Well, what you know, they were like, Hey, we have 50 uh kids all showing up in our casino, they're all wearing Arizona State shirts, and they're all putting you know, they're all betting the money line. Uh, something's not right here, <laughs> you know. Plus, they're like, The money line, you know, this they were just like, This is not right, and so if if there's some impropriety happening and I'm guessing that's how Calvin Ridley got turned in. I'm guessing that the, uh, this particular gambling app was like, hold on now. What, what was that guy's name? Calvin Ridley address, Atlanta Falcon stadium. Yeah. That's the Calvin Ridley. Uh, why don't you make a phone call to the NFL? Cause that's, uh, that's a problem. Yeah. Let's be whistleblowers. Bunch of tattletales. But, you know, rightfully so, because, like, if you don't catch it early or, you know, catching it early for him might be the best thing. And when he does come back, the level of heckling that he's going to get in every stadium that's not, you know, Megatron's butthole or whatever it is the new Falcons stadium is called. Mercedes-Benz Superdome? Silverdome? Megatron's butthole, right. Um, um. He was eligible to be a free agent next season, too, and get out of Atlanta. 
Yeah. And now he's got to stay another year. It cost him $11.5 million to bet 1500 Yeah. And, and, and there's going to be a lot of, I mean, legitimate or not, there's going to be a lot of people going, mm, can we trust this guy? Like, what? Really? Yeah, absolutely. Has he gambled? He gambled on, <laughs> I mean, look at Pete Rose. I mean, Pete Rose got banned for baseball for life because he was literally gambling on the game. It's fun. Not- <laughs> What do you? And, I mean, I, what he's not trying to. He wasn't. He wasn't even playing. Yeah, but oh. they they could even be like, oh, you know, if he drops something, be like, oh, did he tell a buddy or something? Like, oh, you think always, like people are going to still think, think that, that he's still gambling? Absolutely. For yeah. the rest of for the rest of his career, every time he well, drops, people an are easy. fucking dumb, man. Because obviously, if he got caught this easily the first time, it would come out again if he was gambling another second but, time. I mean, look at Ryan Braun. After Ryan Braun got caught and got suspended for her, you know, however long he got suspended for the rest of his career, every time he left Milwaukee, he was greeted with people holding signs of needles or, you know, chanting, okay, you know, cheater every time he came <laughs> so, up to bat. There are going to be teams that, uh, when he is a free agent, who aren't going to talk to him. They're, well, they're that's, just, that's on them. They're you'll just, they'll end up in Vegas. The NFL never should have gotten in bed with any of these apps then. Fucking is... FanDuel and Caesar's Palace and all this fucking nonsense. Like, how does that, that? That is a valid point. Yeah, that's a, that, and, and not a point that hasn't been brought up a lot in the last week of like the NFL is actively promoting NFL gambling, but the second one of their players does it, suspended for a year. I mean, the word hypocrite comes to mind. Yeah. But Pretty Calvin. Yeah, they're turning it back into the no fun league. Well, I mean, I think the thing is that they were saying is like, uh, if you want to gamble on baseball, all you want, gamble on baseball. But uh, you want to gamble on an exciting sport. Curling. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to gamble on curling, all you. Maybe I do. Competitive dodgeball. I mean, yeah. Well, what can you do? Uh, I don't know, but I I will say I do agree that the argument isn't that he didn't deserve to be uh, suspended so much as the suspension for players who do things like kick women in the head or you know. Hit hit their son with a stick so hard it bruises or you know breaks the skin and leaves them with you know scars. Maybe should be suspended for longer than what they've been suspended for. Yeah, I definitely yeah. wouldn't trust that guy. No. I'd say the uh, the punishment does definitely doesn't fit the crime for Calvin Ridley. Maybe two three games tops. Yeah, I don't um, think you should take him off for an entire season. Yeah, because it mean, might it might be a blessing not to have to play for Atlanta this year. You never know. <laughs> that is true. I mean, it is what it is. Um, okay, I've got that one there. Let, don't well, you, don't you think, Jeremy? Oh yeah. yeah. Since you just were bashing on baseball, baseball <laughs> made. All right. Well, first off, since 
I know that you don't pay attention to sports near as much as Justin and I do. Did you even know that baseball was ha- in the middle of a lockout until like mm. they said the lockout is over? Yeah, of course. I, li- yeah. I literally watch ESPN every morning. Okay, that's yeah, right. He, if, if you would have listened back to the crossover on Media Bot Smash, Jeremy brought that up to me. Okay. All right. I did listen to it. I just don't remember. How dare you? <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, listened, I, I didn't pay attention. I paid attention. I just I don't remember all of the details. Um, yeah, I told okay. my I told my I didn't think he was going to be back this year. But if they did, it's just because of money. It's absolutely because of money. And and I've been saying um, if you go back and listen to and it's not I mean it's uh, extended universe at this point. But that bullpen episode I did with those British guys. You know, I they asked me when the lockout was going to be over, and I said as soon as they start getting to a point where they're going to start missing real money, and you know, like, and I, I honestly, I thought it was going to end faster the second they started canceling spring training games, and they started cancel, they like they were like we're canceling the first two series of the season. I thought that would be when the players would be like, all right, we give up, let's get this done. Um, I'm. There are some rule changes that are coming either this year or next year that I'm 100% on board with. Um, Like they're getting rid of that ridiculously stupid extra innings rule. The starting with all starting with the 10th inning, whoever the last out was starts on second base. Yeah. Gone. Done. It's out. I'm glad. I hate that fucking rule. That's not baseball. I love the fact that starting, I wish it would start this year, but I guess they didn't figure out a way to implement it yet. Next year, pitch clock. That's a good thing. Yeah. That way we can't have, you know, and, and I think, and I hope that they include in the pitch clock, like you can't leave the batter's box. Cause like guys like Braun or fielder who would like, after every swing would like get out of the back, out, out of the box, readjust their gloves, you know, grab their dick hit, and shake it around. Hit hit the cleats, adjust the gloves, spit in them. Yeah. Every swings. Every fucking time. Even if they didn't swing the bat they were doing. Um, yep. No, stop that. That's nonsense. That That's going to speed up the game. Um, so I'm all for that. This one I was a little weirded out by because I it was never anything that had been talked about, but all of a sudden they're like, we're expanding the bases. Like, what? Yeah, when is that, that ever? One, that one's when, random. But they, I finally found some place that explained it. Um, basically, the bases have been the same in baseball for probably a century or more. And the players are getting bigger and stronger. And, you know, the game has gotten faster. So it's kind of a safety thing by giving that couple extra inches. Um, you have, you're not necessarily putting the first baseman right on top of the guy who's barreling down the line. Um, you're giving a, a little bit more of an opportunity to slide into second or third safely without, you know, maybe the guy. Yeah. Without, without, you know, without getting pleated either way. <laughs> um so, I mean, I, I didn't know what they were talking about when they were talking about expanding the bases because I know in 
some softball leagues that I've played in or some like little league, like first base has it's, it's the white. behind it a little, yeah. Well, the first base has the white part and then an orange part. And the fielder is only allowed to touch the white part. The runner has to touch the orange part. And I thought maybe that's what they were talking about. But no, literally, it's just going from a 15-inch square to an 18-inch square. So, like, your average normal person will never know the difference. Um, and it's it's literally just a safety thing. So, sure. Which is I'm, good. It's always good when they try to make the game safer without, you know, completely taking anything out of it. My my biggest yes, finally, dear Lord, they've gotten it right. Universal DH. Agreed. 100% agreed. Jeremy? Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to get you involved, buddy, <laughs> I mean, you're doing if you, great. <laughs> if you have a pitcher like o- Otani who can hit, sure, let him hit if he wants to hit. But when your pitcher is, I don't know, um, name any other pitcher other than Otani. Um, Which pitcher did we lose uh, like two years ago? Oh. Messed, messed up his finger sliding into first. Was it Woodruff? I don't remember. Yeah, because he was. I was. I was gonna say Suter for some reason. But I mean, you guys had that. Yeah, you guys had that. uh, That pitcher who was having a really good year and and did something to his shoulder or something. Uh, But there, there was. I mean, it was probably a decade ago or so at this point. But he was a Yankee pitcher, uh, one of those Japanese players whose name escapes me. Um. Like busted his knee, like rounding second, and never pitched well again. Like his career was essentially over. He was on the Yankees. He wouldn't have been batting oh, unless they were doing an interleague. It was game. it was an interleague game. Yeah, and and that and that was part of the thing. It was like, and that was one of the reasons why they they put the universal DH for all interleague a couple of years ago because they were like, we're making these American League pitchers who don't bat the rest of the year bat and you know i mean just the i mean i get it i mean if you want to talk about old school baseball that's baseball you know you should probably get rid of the dh altogether but at the same token you're paying max scherzer 50 million dollars or you know some ridiculous amount of money i don't want to see him hit i want to see him pitch i don't i don't want to have his season ended early because he took a fastball to the you know to the elbow yeah, I think that happened. Uh, was it Sheets? Maybe too. He was up there doing a sacrifice bunt. And he got it on the finger. But yeah, I mean that just you're you're paying too much money, and these pitchers have gotten too specialized to you know have them back. And also, it's just a guaranteed out. Like it's just you know. Well, I yeah. guess it's not a sacrifice bunt or an out. Yeah. You know, unless you're at the game, then the pitcher manages to hit a home run. Well, I mean, and again, unless your pitcher is Otani, you know, that's. So all for the universal DH. 100%. Um, where I do have a bit of a problem, uh, where I don't like the, the new rule, the new stuff, expanded playoffs. This is just let everybody in at this point in baseball. It's, uh, it's up to 12 teams. It's basically, yeah. I mean. What I mean, it was I liked it when it was the three division winners and then the two wild cards. 
you know, you had the best record, you got to buy, and then you had to, you know, you watch the other two, and then blah, blah. Now it's, I mean, I get it. I mean, they, you know, they look at it as they're looking over, you know, football, basketball, and hockey, and they're seeing, you know, basketball lets in over half the league. Hockey lets in over half the league. Football is right at about half the league. Getting there. Um, and they're like, look at all the money they're making. And it's like, are they really? Like, I mean, I think I think, I think they just need to let them all in. And in the first round, you do the best versus the worst until you get down to the final eight. And then you do a series of best of five. I don't, I don't At know. this point, just let them all in. I, that's the thing. Like, make, like, the banners that hang in the baseball stadium when you make the playoffs, you win the division, or even if you win the wild card, like, that is, that's a banner worth hanging. Like, they don't hang banners in, in the basketball arena when they make the playoffs because, I mean, hell, right now the Lakers are 10 games under 500, and there's a good chance they're still making the playoffs. Fingers crossed they don't. Well, yeah. But, I mean, it is abs- it's asinine that a team with a losing record can make the playoffs. Every time that happens in the NFL, like a couple years ago when the Seahawks were 7-9 and nine and they got to host a home game. Yeah. Like that – what? I mean – you know, I mean, granted, I think that year it was because they were in a terrible division and they, you know, but still like there, you should not get rewarded for a, a sub 500 season. No, I think they need to get rid of that in the, in the NFL. Even if you win the division, but you have a worse record, you shouldn't host the playoffs. No. You give the one seat a buy and then just two hosts three hosts, four hosts, regardless of if they're in the same division or not. They can still win the NFC or the North or the South or whatever, but then you just break them down one through one through eight. Didn't the NBA do now? Didn't the NBA do that where like the playoffs are now based totally on record, not on division? Yeah. No. You can still win your division, but it doesn't matter in the playoffs where you're seated. I'm a hundred percent on board with that. All right. Um, also, and I don't. I think I don't think it's this year. I think it's next year. A ban on the crazy shifts, where like that guy comes up and third baseman's now playing second, second and short, or playing in between first. So, does that mean Craig Council is going to be out of a job in a year? Uh, possibly. I said that dude just shifts everybody. Um, He's I, out there I, shifting vendors. I understand why they want to do it, but at the same time, I've said for a long time, and every so often you'll see a batter do it, um, but not often enough. You want to stop the shift, bunt over to the third base line. Just go and you'll bunt yourself a double. Yeah, you know? depending on who's over there. Well, that's Can the we- thing. When they put the third baseman over at the second base, you know. Yeah. Just bunt it down the third baseline. By the time anybody gets over there, you're probably going to be standing on second. You know, if they're going to shift that way, you're a major league professional hitter. You have some control over where you're going to put the ball. And if you don't, I don't know how you made it as far as you did. Oh, yeah. just, hit, just hitting dingers. <laughs> you know, 
there are more than three outcomes when it comes to baseball and baseball the last couple of years have been reduced to strikeout home run or walk. Like there, there's a lot more. That's why a guy like council wins as often as he does in the regular season, because he, he doesn't necessarily play long ball. Um, it's why he also falls apart in the playoffs, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the Sosha when he was with the Angels and they were getting the playoffs a lot. They were playing they were playing small ball. They weren't necessarily out there trying to knock the cover off the ball. I mean, you know, you don't need a, you don't need five guys that are hitting 40 home runs. I mean, give me 10 Adam Kennedys or you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think uh, of why, why have all of a sudden every baseball player uh, I've forgotten the name of. Cause you're under but, pressure, but, uh, but a heart and hustle guy like uh, <laughs> Niger Morgan, Niger Morgan. <laughs> there we go. There you go. That that's give me oh, that give, locker room would be crazy. <laughs> give me, give me a handful of Niger Morgans and one Prince fielder and a rather, couple of T and a couple T plushes. There you go. Rather, just for good measure. <laughs> rather than give me a give me a roster full of Aaron Judges. Because Aaron yeah. Judge Aaron Judge is going to strike out 250 times in a season. Hmm. You know, that's why I'm not worried about the Yankees. That that you've got three guys in that lineup with with um Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, and that guy they just got from the Yankees. Um not the, the Yankees. Yankees. They, the, Yankee, Yankees? the Yankees got from the Rangers, that, that outfielder they got. They're going to strike out 750. Oh, they're going to strike out 750 times just the three of them. Is that Galloway? Was yes. it Joey Galloway? Joey Galloway, yeah. I mean, that that is just a, a, a pitcher's dream. Yeah, occasionally they're going to get a hold of one and they're going to knock it out. But you know, yeah, he's going to go one for four with one home run. But the other three are going to be strikeouts. And uh, you're still going to win because – you know, they're going to strike out. I mean, that's Alex Rodriguez struck out when it mattered because all he tried to do is hit home runs. Sounds like, yeah. There's some other players that do that too. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think the ban on shift is a silly thing. Um, I, I think it's, it's just one of those, it's a reaction to, People are just complaining about the shifts and they just want to increase offense and they, you know, blah, you know, they just play better baseball. That's the, that's how you beat the shift. You want to stop the shift, start bunting, bring back the bunt. Yeah. Hashtag stop. stop. Bring back the bunt. Bring back the bunt. <laughs> Hashtag bunts for all. Um, the other thing, and this is uh, just probably speaking more to my age, um, that I am not a fan of, is that they are going to finally start allowing them to put ads on Major League Baseball uniforms. Yeah, I didn't like when they started that in the NBA either. Um, I don't know if they, I don't know if they do it anymore. I think they still do the little pack. Yeah, I know the Bucks had Harley for like a year or two. They got but, the little uh, patch up in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just – and I get it. It's a way for them to make just that much more money, you know, stick a, a Ford logo up on it, and, you know, you're going to have a, a Nike swoosh on the Seattle Mariners jersey. 
I mean, they claim it's going to be just a little patch. I mean, I think that they are saying at first it's going to be just like a little patch on the front of the jersey or in some place, like kind of like the NBA does. I think maybe – I don't know if the NFL does it yet, but um, – They don't do logos. It's just a matter of – it's just a matter of time before those jerseys start looking like NASCAR driver jerseys or uniforms. It should be up to the players who they're going to get to pay them to put their logo on, not the team. So one guy might have like 40 patches and another guy might have two. I mean, you know, that, the, that guy, be... the guy at the end of the bench doesn't get any playing time. His, his last name's going to be like legally changed to Nokia. So he's <laughs> just going to have 5,000 patches. $100 a patch. Oh, hey, Mike Trout, you want to change your last name to Budweiser. You're going to be Mike Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Gordon's Fisherman Trout. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, you know what? Honestly, I'm surprised that like Long John Silver's or some sort of like Red Lobster hasn't tried to uh, some, uh, sign Stein Trout on. Um, you feel like you're just missing out on a on a golden advertising opportunity there. And yeah. again, again, I get it. Like other countries, I mean, hell, the Japanese league, half those teams are literally named after their corporate sponsor. Um, and I know that like the the you know, European soccer, it, you know, has all the logos on the jerseys and it. So it's, it's just an American thing that we're holding out on some sort of like, this needs to be pure. And I'm going to guess if we talk to younger people, they would just be like, I don't fucking care who, who, why, you know? Right. So it's just, it's just old man screams on, screams at clouds, you know, moment for me, but definitely not. It's, It's justified. I didn't um, like when they switched it to the NBA. A couple things that don't really matter. Uh, the minimum salaries are going up. The luxury tax threshold have been ra- has been raised. Um, so, you know. Did you know, they also so- change something with the international draft? I don't understand the international draft to begin with, so let, let alone trying to decipher what they changed with that. All right. I understand the, the football draft and the basketball draft. That makes sense to me. There are rules, you know, you have to be like for football, you have to be three years removed from high school. Generally speaking, that means you're at least a junior, but because of red shirts and whatnot, you could be, you know, a sophomore. Right. But you, and there are five rounds, seven rounds. I don't remember. Seven rounds. Seven rounds. That makes sense. I get it. Okay, and there's only one draft for the NFL. The NBA, there's two rounds, and that's it. You know, so I understand the draft for the NBA. I don't remember where they stand on the rules about high school players. I think they're going back to they don't allowing, do high, they don't do high school yet. So yeah, but I think, out. I think they're going back to it. I just don't know when. I know they allow players to either go to college or go overseas, but if yeah. they go overseas, they can. They could get paid and make money while playing. But I mean, if, if like, I think you have to be one year removed from high school now yeah. or two years. Yeah. They, they um, still have the one and done with the freshmen coming out. Yeah. But uh, that makes sense to me with the NBA. 
uh, not the NBA, the Major League Baseball. That there's there's the regular draft for you know, but like you're drafting from high school, you're also drafting from college. Um, and then the, there's the international draft, and there's the supplemental draft, and there's the Rule Five draft, and I don't know. It, there's like 37 drafts, and like the regular draft has like 37 rounds. I don't. I, I, so I don't. The one thing that that they did say that they're going to do with the regular draft, not the international draft, is start a draft lottery for the top, or I guess technically the bottom six teams to discourage tanking, which hasn't worked in the NBA. So what, you know. Yeah, why would it work in baseball? Right. I mean. I, I, it's worked in the NBA. It hasn't worked in the NFL. No, well, because they don't have a draft lottery. It's based solely off of how you finish. So the yeah, ra- it's worked. It's worked sometimes in the NBA, depending on who's coming out. The the race to the bottom is is you know is huge in the in the NFL because I mean look at the Cleveland Browns, not the Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals. Three yeah. years ago, they had the number one draft pick, got Joe Burrow, and now they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, you know, theoretically, Jacksonville should be stacked and ready to be, you know, destroying the league with how many number one draft picks they've had. Um, so, you know, the idea of tanking in the NFL, you know, suck for luck. You know, what a good slogan. <laughs> yeah. So in, in baseball, they I guess their idea is instead of, you know, tanking or, or like taking your best players out and just kind of giving up on when you're like, well, this is a lost season. You guys are injured and, you know, we're going to make sure we get a higher draft pick. But again, when it comes to baseball, I don't know if draft picks matter near as much as they do in football. I because, don't think they do. Because if you draft a guy number one, even if you draft him out of high school, you draft him out of college, it's three or four years before you ever hear about that guy. Very rarely do you get an Andrew Jones or a Mike Trout or um, – oh, I was going to say Griffey Jr. Griffey, or Griffey Jr. Or, you know – That's how the, far back I was going. <laughs> the, the, the Cubs had, uh, you know, a run of them there for a few bits with uh, Anthony Rizzo and, and some, of the, some of those Chris, guys. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. But, I mean, most of the time – that guy's getting drafted and then he's getting stat, you know, he's start, he's got to work his way from single A up through double A up to triple A. And, you know, if he makes the, if he makes the big game, if he, you know, gets more than a cup of coffee before his, you know, fifth or sixth year in the minors, that's, you know, that guy's good. As I said, Bryce Harper and the, and the pitcher they took. Oh, Strasburg. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is, it's more un, unlikely that you're going to get a guy out of the draft. What are you guys doing over there? I don't know Nothing. what Jeremy's doing. <laughs> Nothing. I just <laughs> I just saw something oh. that made me laugh. Oh. And, I, and I caught it. Like, <laughs> I just say it makes me think maybe I should have the chat feature on, but I don't. It's, it's not no. Okay. Um. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, I just so I don't know exactly what the international draft thing they were all complaining about and getting angry about, but uh, no. But but the most important thing is is that the lockout that most people probably didn't even really know was happening 
they're like, this is the longest lockout we've had since 19. Yeah. Cause you waited till after the world series to do it. And until the spring training games were supposed to start, nobody talked about it. Uh, very little. Like, Unless you were a baseball person. You didn't even right. And, and that's the thing, like as a baseball person, as a guy who watches baseball and obsesses over baseball, um, but apparently can never remember a baseball player's name when it matters. Mm-hmm. Talk to me tomorrow when we're not recording and I'll start naming off players left and right. But today, while we're recording, I will forget all of them. Just just uh, Mike Bumblebee two in a trout. So, so what do you uh, got, what do you guys think? Jumping back to the end of focus, you know that's how we do things on this. Uh, on all of our shows, I guess. Yeah, man, that's true. We learned that with uh, the latest media pot smash. Oh, so yes, all, that's true. Free, freaky film club jumping all around with leprechaun movie. Oh, I haven't had a chance to listen to that yet. <laughs> What do you guys think with uh, Buck and Aikman now going to ESPN? Well, both of them are going to ESPN? Yeah. Aikman went, and now uh, Buck just signed on to ESPN as well. Um, I mean, it means I'm going to watch less ESPN games. Because I wonder, part of me wonders if NFL did that intentionally because they're considered to be their marquee broadcasters which we both all know they're not to try to compete more with the manning cast i don't know Uh, to me well are they doing the thursday night games or the monday night games it's it's just at espn so i don't know which one they're gonna be doing um it's thursday well amazon just got what oh yeah oh yeah amazon picked up so ESPN only does the Monday night game. So it has to be the Monday night cast. Which would be so, Buck so and Aikman. So why so they can't be continuing the Manning cast past this year, then you're not going to spend the kind of money to get Buck and Aikman to do your Monday night games and then offer a alternative broadcast. Yeah. Which is know. sad. Because I enjoyed the Manning cast. I, I would want it was different, but it was it was fun. Yeah. It, it made the game way more. I mean, you didn't really know what was happening in the game because they were often off talking about stuff that wasn't, you know, game related. But yeah. so I'm sure like if it was a Packer game and we actually wanted to watch it, we probably wouldn't watch watch the Manning cast. But, you know, on a game that, you know, where the, the Jaguars are playing the Browns and I don't give a damn. Sure. I'm going to watch the Manning cast. Yeah. And then you got the get Packers finally going to London. Yeah, and they're they're taking. I mean, I get and I, I with them increasing the all right. So they increase the season by one game. Correct. So does that game switch every year as to whether it's a road game or a home game? Yes. Like last okay. year, the Packers were in Kansas City. This year, they're at home, which is them going to. England. Okay, so and that's how they finally talked or finally forced the Packers to go overseas. Yeah, they're like, you're still getting eight home games. This doesn't actually count, right? So yeah. does this mean the Packers are going overseas every other year? I hope not. Would Would you get your passport and go to London if 
you could get a, if you could get tickets to see the Packers? I'd probably say no, just because how cheap I am. I feel like paying for the tickets, the flights, the hotel. Nah, I'm too cheap for that. But if you were smart about it, you could go like the week before or the week after, and you could also see London and other parts eh, of England. It's probably too expensive still for me. I'm too cheap. I mean, if I if I could use it as an excuse to go to England, you know, like that might be what I would do. Like, well, I could go see a Packer game and see London for a week. Yeah. But I let my I let my passport expire. I need to go get a new passport. And... I just, I've never gotten one. Me neither. Yeah. We don't we don't travel. I don't travel as much as I used to. Yeah. Houses will do that. That is true. Um, and, you know, an age with the job. Yeah. Maybe, when I, maybe when I get older and I'm either retirement or close to retirement, I will be like, let's go travel the world. Nah, I, even when I get older, I wouldn't want to travel the world. I just want to still travel the U.S. I'd like to make it to more states. Well, maybe one of these days we'll we'll get a following, and people will want to see pop culture roulette on the media. road. Uh, you know, pop culture roulette, OT with JD, and media pod smash on the road. We'll do, yeah. we'll do back live, to back to back nights. We'll do we'll do live shows, and people will pay us to to travel. We'll yeah. we'll rent a we'll rent an RV, and the three of us will just drive across the country doing live shows. Sounds good. I would yeah. do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. If if we were making enough money that uh, people were willing to pay us, or we had enough fan base that people were were willing to pay us to come do live shows, I would quit my job in a heartbeat. Depends how much they're paying us, I guess. They got to pay a mortgage. Well, I would assume that if they're paying us enough that uh, you know we have enough sponsors that people want to come to pay us to come see live, we're 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 making enough. Making a decent amount of money anyway. I don't. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just pipe dreams on my part. So, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any return emails about booking venues yet. So, I, I didn't know you were trying to book venues. <laughs> let's get this on the road. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's do a quick little pop culture news. Uh, God of War has been announced as a live-action Amazon series. Kind of really? excited about it. Um, Who's one of those? I'm I'm nervously excited about. They have they have not, and they just said they're doing it. They've announced like the production team. Um, they haven't done any of the casting or anything like that. Oh. But the fact that it's going to be a, a, an Amazon series and not like NBC probably means that they're going to. They can do it a little bit more. Amazon's hopefully, a little hopefully bit. Hopefully, they do it more to the uh, to the games. Because I can be, tell you, as as somebody, as somebody who watched The Boys on Amazon, that show can get pretty brutal and pretty and pretty uh, not safe for work. Um, yeah. So you know they can they can do things on Amazon that that they wouldn't be able to do on regular network. So all for it. And then, uh, real quickly, uh, spoiler-free Batman review. 
because uh, I don't okay. know if either one. I don't know if we're both. <laughs> I don't know if either one of you have seen uh, it yet. I'll no. give you my spoiler-free review. Haven't seen it. Okay. No, haven't seen it. Um, it is dark, and not just in the tone of the movie, in the color of the movie. Um, Bring your night vision goggles. Yeah, it is. Um, basically, they should rename it from the Batman to. Seven part two, but with wow. Batman. Wow. Um, I I will tell you, uh, the wife did not like it. She did not think it was good. She did not have good things to say about Robert Pattinson. She did not have good things to say about Zoe Kravitz. She had even less nice things to say about Paul Dano. What about Colin Farrell? She didn't even know that was Colin Farrell. It's, it's a lot of prosthetics. I mean, and honestly, like if they hadn't have promoted the fact that Colin Farrell was in the movie, I wouldn't have known that was Colin Farrell. Hmm. Like it is they I mean, it's a really good makeup job because it's not like is that some guy in makeup. No, I mean, it is. I mean, it is a well made movie. It is put together nicely. It is. I mean. You feel the three hours. It's not like when Endgame because Endgame was longer, but you were like, wait, that's it. Like that's it's over. Are you like, complimenting a DC movie? Uh, well, hold on now. <laughs> Don't get ahead of me. Um, Robert Pattinson. All right, if I and and this is well, maybe spoiling some things here, but you know, for me, for Batman, it's it's Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, Adam West, um, Val Kilmer, um, George Clooney, Val Kilmer. No, you know what? Robert Pattinson, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Um, I thought I thought he did a terrible job as Bruce Wayne. Um, oh, where's Ben Affleck on that list? Oh yeah, Ben Affleck is above Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought Robert Pattinson did a terrible job as Bruce Wayne. I don't think it was his fault. I think it was the writer's fault. I think the writer wrote a script that was they were trying to be different like they were trying to be different so badly that they got away from who or what batman is um we don't have to listen to another origin thing do we no no because it's it's year two not year one we don't get forced to see another thomas and martha wayne murder that's kind of becoming the best part of those movies (laughs) Um, who's gonna do it this time? But I mean, I know that Jeremy has seen seven probably a handful of times. Oh, yeah, as, as somebody who's a big fan of seven and a big fan of David Fincher, you're gonna see his fingerprints all over that movie. Hmm. Um, because I'm such a big fan of, of those movies, some of the twists that they thought they had coming were obvious for me anyway um i don't know i it has like an 85 percent uh critic and 89 percent audience on rotten tomato and that is way too high for both of them i would probably put it 65 to 70 okay um i mean 
like I was saying, it's a three-hour runtime, and you feel it. Like you feel the three-hour runtime. It is. I don't know where they could have cut anything out and and still make it work. So like I can't like it's not like some movies where like yeah you could just lop that half hour off right there and boom problem solved. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's not like some three-hour movies like Endgame where you're like, oh wait, it's over. Oh man, that was fast. No, that still felt like three hours. Um, I don't remember at what point I'm like, oh man, I gotta pee. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've started dehydrating myself before I go see movies in general, but especially when I know the movie is three hours long. I just bring an um, empty bucket. <laughs> sit, sit in the back. What are you doing? Never you mind what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> you want this lemon Gatorade? Um, it it was. It's worth watching, but it's not. It it's you know the the same the thing that wi- the wife said when we walked out was, they just need to let Marvel start making their movies for them. <laughs> that go over a, well. That that's that's a good point. I mean, they would do a better, a way better job. <laughs> like I, I really would, have no interest in this at all. I'm so fatigued from DC stuff right now. I well, haven't even seen the Justice League. <laughs> I still haven't brought myself to watch that. Like, <laughs> like, and that's what I think. That's what I think made Peacemaker so awesome. Is that oh, like, yeah. like the Peacemaker TV series was great because they found a way to mix. Like, right, I get it. The Batman is a dark character. He is who he is, but you don't have to be. I believe she referred to him as emo Batman. <laughs> And she's not wrong. Like, um, so you know, that I, I don't. I can't talk anything more about it without giving probably more away than I already did. So, I'm hoping to see it next weekend, this week, but that doesn't mean nothing. Um, I didn't stay. Be- <laughs> I didn't stay for it. I will give this away uh, because as, as the credits rolled, I turned my phone back on. Um, the after credit scene, based off of what I read, is not worth staying for. Okay. So I, so the wife and I got up and left. So perfect. Because it's not really an after credit scene. Oh, that is something on your wall, not on my screen. Okay. Uh, whose wall? <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, you have a hook back there, and I was like, oh, there's a piece of dust on my wall. Oh, nope, that's that's a hook. Oh, All right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, as as we end every episode, anything you guys watched? Oh, going, going off track. Going off track. Did you guys watch anything Nothing. worth talking about? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. All right, I just then. played a lot of Elden Ring and got really angry. I think that's it. I was trying to think. Oh, did, I was trying to think if I really watched anything. Yeah, did you see they put the single thing? Did you put? Uh, they put Guardians of the Galaxy on Game Pass. Oh, that's cool. Nice. So, have you played it yet? I I played the first chapter. It's a lot of fun. Nice. I I started playing the Amazing Spider-Man game that came out like two years ago. It's a good yeah, one. I don't have a, I don't have a PlayStation, so keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> so that's that. That's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, if you ever need to borrow one, just I mean, not just not my five. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it I would I would uh, I'd borrow a PlayStation to watch uh, watch play some Uncharted or or some Spider Man. 
at some it. at some point, but I got, right. one, I got the one in the bedroom that doesn't get used very often. All right. Well then, um, are we? Gonna, I guess. Wait. Hmm? <laughs> wait. Are we gonna do AGT Extreme? Did anyone like, watch it? No, I didn't uh, watch it yet. But no, I, don't I, watch it yet I haven't watched it yet either. Do you want to do it though, or? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, I have to talk to Jess again. I tried to get her to watch it this week, and she was like, "Nah." nah. So we started watching Yellowstone. Okay. Um. But uh, I mean, I can watch it. I'll watch it without her. I mean, if she doesn't want to watch it, I mean. All right. I mean, I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. Like even watching some of the previews or whatever you want to call them, sneak peek stuff. Do you remember the girl? I think it was last season. That was Jello wrestling. She was like wrestling Jello. Yeah. Like she's back from what I've seen. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, why? It looks like she's. It looks like she's back, and she gets suplexed into the Jello by. Uh, I I saw Nick, that. Nikki Bella, Pre Bella, whichever Bella it is. Ooh, that's cool. All right, <laughs> Jeremy's I... like. I'm in. And you don't want to watch this? <laughs> okay. I will watch. I'll watch at least the first episode, and then I'll let you guys know if I feel like doing it. All right. If you guys, if you guys want to do it, and you, you're both like, yeah, let's do it, then I'll, I'll watch that's, the rest of them. But that's fair. Okay, let's give it one, <laughs> one episode deal. Nick, Nicholas will give it. A, Nicholas will give it a one episode deal. Well, I'm willing to do it if you guys want to do it. All I'm right. not. I'm not. I. I'll I'll watch all of it. I mean, I I enjoy watching AGT. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'll, all right, I'll, I'll try. But there's going to be spring break this week and next week, so I don't know how much time I'm actually going to have to myself to watch anything. Okay. All right. Well then, <laughs> I guess as we go about our day and we want to place bets on how we clean up schools or. <laughs> How we stock, we stock shelves, stock shelves at <laughs> stock shelves at our retail uh, supermarkets. Are we fix our we own on that? Fix our own equipment for. I bet uh, I can get all the shit on the shelf. <laughs> Look, I bet I can fix the engine for that rental company. Yeah. Um, or are we want to put advertisements on our own uniforms? Um, just remember that stupid never walks alone.